<laughs> so back back on the fitness, you guys are are uh, all three of you have been big into CrossFit for years. Yeah. What's your favorite wad? Grace. Grace. Yeah, I mean, I I just, I'm, I'm a barbell Grace. guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, Grace is a big man friendly uh, named wad for yeah. sure. Yeah, no matter no matter what I've weighed, actually, I mean, arguably have done better when I was fatter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was just, it was it was easier for me to move the. I think two fifty four was my best score ever. I, I could never, but like I also never did enough mobility. Never did enough things to because really, my shoulders are just a mess just from annual labor forever and working on cars for a long time. Like yeah. they're just they're just trash. Like I got an ultrasound of them a couple weeks ago because I'm. Like I'm trying to get some stuff fixed and I was just like, Jesus, it looks like a fucking train wreck in there. But, <laughs> um, but I just was always, I, I could cycle a barbell pretty fast, but like if, if you were really being judged in a workout and you had to do jerks, I just, I, that part of it was always in high speed. That part of it was always missing for me. Cause it was it basically like clean and press. Like I just <laughs> get it to my shoulders. And pull. So it's just like this, like all the time. So, it was, you know, but no rep, no I, rep. Yeah, 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 for real. But yeah, I just I that was always that my favorite thing was to get top. done with Krav, and I'd walk through one because our Krav was in another room. We'd have to walk through oh. the CrossFit section, and I wouldn't say it to anybody in general, but like Martel's working out, I just walk by, by like no rep and just keep going. <laughs> yeah, and just look at me like what? Yeah. That was it, a rep. it probably wasn't a rep either. <laughs> what about you, Mo? What's your favorite one? Uh, I think McGee. It's an old school I don't one. Know that one. It's a, a thirty minute AMRAP of uh, deadlifts. Push-ups and box jumps, uh, five, oh, nice. thir- five, thirteen, nine, but it's uh, one of those. I mean, it, the deadlift, like it's super heavy. Like I don't think I've ever done it RX because it's like two seventy-five. Ooh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. you're doing that for thirty minutes, so that's that shit adds up. Like I'll do two twenty-five probably. Um, yeah. Because I, I and the reason why that's my favorite is that was one of the first wads I ever did where I experienced like muscle failure. I was like a couple rounds in and I was doing the push-ups and like I got on the ground and like I my, I just could not push myself up and I was laughing I was laughing maniacally like in a pile of sweat on the ground and 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 people were and this is back before like I was part of a gym so like there's people in this uh, military fitness center and then I'm just on the ground with my headphones in in the pool of sweat <laughs> laughing like the joker and 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 I, and I could see people looking at me like is that guy all right like, okay. Like, do we call somebody? Yeah. Is he, yeah. And then after a while, like my 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 arms came back, and I just remember finishing it off, and I was like, "Man, this is absolutely ridiculous." I was like, well, "I have that same great. thing happen when I get down on the floor to play with Huck and Judd." <laughs> if I'm down on the floor for five minutes, I'm like, "I can't get up." Help! Call what's what's the group of people that push whales back in the water? Call them. <laughs> They're used to moving large objects. <laughs> Uh, we got a new mattress though, so my back has not been hurting. Hey, that's Three good. nights in, my back is phenomenal. Martel, what is your favorite wad? So I like Grace, mm. but I liked Isabel better. I like doing those thirty snatches for mm-hmm. time. Hey, if yeah. I was better at snatches, it would be a close one for me. But yeah, it's yeah, it, it, it is good though. But I definitely, I think clean and jerk is, is a good. Uh, that's a good, a good big man movement. movement for yeah. me. It's just, yeah, it's just <laughs> like, ah, sure. No big deal. It's like, big man certified. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think, uh, I think what was, what's Annie? 
That's sit-ups and oh, double-unders. Oh, fuck that okay, one. Okay, that's the one. Dude, I loved, hey, well, here's the up? thing. I loved Annie, but even at my fittest, I did a, I didn't do do I cannot do a double-under to save my life. When I was fit. My PR is 47 fit. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Doing it RX, 47 minutes. I've never done it RX, like, so I can't. Like, everyone I'm else at you, but I'm is like six minutes. Yeah. But yeah. If people think I'm joking. I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. Like, I can't do double-unders well. I like, can't. Yeah. Four but is like I, my. I loved I, I love doing Annie with with just jump rope, um, but my favorite workout to do, and it, it's all mine are modified. At my fittest, I was doing ring rows and just regular jump rope, and you know. But my favorite was Fran, Ugh. and everybody hates Fran, but I did it modified. Mm. So for me, it was like I was doing ring rows, not pull ups. You know, I, like I I don't. Hate that was Fran, the first. That was the first workout. named workout I ever did. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a bad uh, one to start with. At my, well, it, it was at my L1. It's not the first CrossFit workout I ever did. Oh, okay. I, uh, funny, funny enough was, and I always tell people this, like when I was just, when I was really starting to make a ton of trips down to Columbus when I first got into Krav, I remember Sue Curtin was, was teaching a CrossFit oh, class yeah. in that back section of, of Gehanna. Mm-hmm. And um, we were there and somebody was like, oh, hey, it was like right after training one day. I was like, oh, come on, come and jump in on this workout or whatever. And I had never done it before. Nothing. It was like, it was something, I think it was box jumps, wall balls, and maybe burpees or sit-ups or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I just remember that I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. And there was a, there was a girl who was a uh, collegiate rower from like West Virginia or something like that. She was in town and she fucking destroyed all of us. Like, I mean, I already was going to get my ass handed to me, period. But like, she annihilated us mm-hmm. in this workout. It was fucking. It was great. <laughs> uh, Fran my- was the first one. I was going to say Fran was the first workout I ever did, and I did it in when I was working in Nationwide, and it took me twenty-seven minutes. So I had to go from one side to the that other. That is a yeah. long Fran. No, so the yeah. first time I ever, did, I, the first time I ever did Fran, I didn't understand the concept. So <laughs> I do a couple thrusters, you know, get, get some water, you know. Yeah. Check my email, you know, do a couple <laughs> more pull-ups. Yeah. Four hours later, he yeah. finished Fran. And I remember telling my wife, I was he like, yeah, I did Fran watch. today. She's like, oh, how long did it take? I was like, oh, about 22 minutes. And she was just like silent. She was like, that's not how you're supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And she was, and she t- explained <laughs> to me, I was like, oh. The supersets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh. He said I watched like an episode of MASH in between. No joke. Yeah. No yeah. big deal. But my Down first. Marquito burrito. Like, there you go. My first actual CrossFit introduction to CrossFit was the Filthy 50, which. Ugh. Yeah. God. And I remember the guy talking about it and he was, it was on the board and I was like, so I just pick one of those and I do 50 of them. <laughs> the guy was like, no, you do. Yeah. And then do the next and then one. Do the next He's one. like, no, right. you do the next one. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, and I, I don't remember what it was, but like, yeah, that I was like, and I remember asking him something. I was like, what the hell is a wall ball? You're like, I didn't know any of these things. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I think I knew what a pull up was, you know, I'd never <laughs> seen a kettlebell before. You know, and just like all this other stuff, and it was just like I got broke the fuck off that very first day. Like I almost well, first off, though the warm up was a uh, three rounds of um, what, what what's the uh, five ten fifteen the pull ups push ups squats Cindy. So yeah, warm up was three rounds of Cindy. I almost walked out after the warm up. I was like, this is we bullshit. had to happen to Krav. We had to get through a Krav warm up and we'll walk out. 
Yeah. A five minute yeah. crowd workout, warm up, and they were like, nope, I'm done. Like, I, I actually, I think I actually like took a t- couple steps towards the door and I was like, no, no, you asshole. <laughs> get back in there. There's girls half your size in there doing this shit. Get in there and figure it out. And I mean, all I die. did was yeah. jumping pull ups and 65 pounds, I think, for Fran. I did it at my all one. Matt Chan was one of the. At the red shirts there, yeah. and and so like I remember him helping me like do jumping pull ups on a box, and I when I was done, I like I was I walked outside. I thought I was gonna literally like lose everything. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah. You know, and then you get the Fran cough and all that shit. Yeah, like oh my, god. that was like day one. It was like all right, cool. Yeah, well, you know, everybody, this is your L one, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then uh, all right, so we're gonna go pack up and do Fran now. Yeah, oh, and that's shit. back when the L one was designed to break you off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and another one of my favorites, card games. I always love the card games. Oh, those. Yeah, so those have, are cool. You know, a list of workouts, and you do them. Now, the problem with so card games is coaches are sadistic, so they put the worst movements on all the cards. <laughs> or on all the, uh, the big ones. All the symbols. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then they make yeah. jokers like 10 burpees. Every time someone pulls yeah. a joker, the entire class the, has to yep, do burpees. I used to love the – well, I used to do – so I'd teach Krav, and then I would do a workout on my own afterwards. So usually by the time I'm doing that, CrossFit's over – Nobody's in the gym except for a few scragglers or some coaches. And so I'd make my own. So I'd do like five burpees. I do movements I like. Like I love sledgehammers. If you get a big tire down with a sledgehammer, I'll do, you know, how whatever heart you draw is sledgehammer. So if I drew a 10, I'd do 10 and be happy. Like, so it's still a workout, but it's, I, I didn't want to kill myself. Um, but what was your least favorite workout in CrossFit? Mm. God. Any, I, mean, I don't know if we have enough time yeah. to make a list. <laughs> for, for me, <laughs> yeah, for, for me, not a any, list, just for, one. For me, anything. Oh, just one workout. Give me one workout that you absolutely like. If you walked in and saw it on the board right now, you got done recording. You walk in, you see it on the on the board, and you're like, "Screw it, I'm not not today." Is there anything that you can you just refuse? What's or, the one with it's 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 like a Cindy, but it's got the pistols and I think handstand pushups. <laughs> Oh, it's the same. It's shoot. it's it's five ten fifteen, but I don't know that one. Yeah, it's all like I I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. It's it's sad. I used to have most of that stuff memorized. Um, I I can't remember. I've I've never. I can't do pistols or the shit. At yeah. one one competition at TFA, I did one on one leg, and then the other one I couldn't get up. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was like one of the when they had like the skills or whatever. So it was like pistols, double unders. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking scoring any yeah. points this time. <laughs> uh, I think I may have a photo of that, Jason. You do. If somebody was help. Yeah, you did. You took the pictures because somebody was helping me up off the ground. It was like, you know, like this. I'm like, it's, oh, that's great. Yeah, I think I have that photo. <laughs> it's Mary. Yeah. F- five handstand pushups, ten pistols, okay. fifteen pull-ups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High school gymnastics as, as a big man, it just I don't have. One. <laughs> no. Yeah. I've never uh, been able to do a handstand push-up. I, I used can to be do able those. To handstands. I could do those, but I can really only do them strict. To, to do them um, kipping. To, kipping yeah. is always. I mean, I can do them, but it, it screws me up. Yeah, for for yeah, me, I, just, I can't keep my balance. Yeah, for me with the hip surgeries, like I just cannot do pistols. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate. I can't do pistols. I can barely squat as it is. I just got really bad ankle mobility. Yeah, you're better bending over than squatting. Yeah, usually. <laughs> um, <laughs> off <a> camera. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not showing up on your camera. Uh, I am not a big fan of Murph. Like mm. I'll do it. But that one mile run, you followed communist. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I I suck at push ups. Like I, yeah, I've always push ups take me forever. 
Even if, anytime, even fit, I'd have to. I'd get four or five in and go to modified. Yeah, I'd get hit my knees. I'm anytime, terrible at pushups. Anytime a, a a workout has pushups in it, I'm trying to figure out another way to do them so I don't have to do pushups necessarily. Pull ups are fine, but that many pull ups, I end up like tearing the shit out of my hands. Mm-hmm. And then the air squats, whatever, that's not a big deal. But and then you yeah. got to run another mile. The mile yeah, the it's running, the, I was the never very good with, me. with yeah. Well, that's how it always was for me too. It was like. And and half the time I'm always bad on like you fucking pussy like just go do it even if you got to walk yeah but I would a lot of times like the one the one year I had the bright idea to row instead of run which was worse oh. and then Ugh. the next the next year was I, I did it on the assault bike like oh. a mile or two miles that's even worse maybe it was a couple miles and it's just it wasn't any better but I guess I was like well because I it's not running I had, it's not it's running, not running yeah. so yeah, it's definitely not like... the same. But like, and that's what I'm saying. It's was, not any better, but in your mind, it's like not as it's, well, bad yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So yeah. that was, it, it wasn't running. I just, I've always had, I haven't been able to figure it out yet. And it's probably just that I need to spend more time, like actually working on my body instead of just working out. But like, I would, my shins and maybe it's my calves and stuff too, but like my, my lower legs will tighten up so fucking bad mm-hmm. that like I just stopped running. Because it was just like it was miserable. It was like I'm all for honoring these guys and doing stuff, but yeah. like just the running was just fucking miserable. So I'm like, is there something else that I can do that won't hurt as bad but mm-hmm. still be pretty damn miserable? So like I would either pick the bike or I would do the rower. The rower was far worse. But then it always felt like, you know, you can't, you know, you're not supposed to watch like a, you know, a thick kettle boil or whatever, like trying to watch calories or meters mm-hmm. turn on a fucking assault bike screen is literally like watching time freeze like <laughs> yeah, i mean i was drive. i remember yeah i, I like I, I remember trying to like get under 60 minutes or something for whatever the hell or whatever i was trying to do at that time was going to be my pr mm-hmm. and i just remember screaming at the fucking screen at the end of murph because it wasn't changing <laughs> yeah i'm like what like I'm, I'm facing away from like everybody i even had the vest still on and stuff and i'm like i'm like why the fuck is this not moving? Like, there's no way. Like, and finally, I, I think I made it like one second under my old PR or something, and it was fine. But like, I was so pissed. I'm like, this is the stupidest idea. Why did I do this? Yeah, the the first time I ever did it was I was deployed, and um, on that last mile, I cramped up like on the about 800 meters in, and like someone had to bring me candy and like juice and shit because like my oh, legs <laughs> sounds like some, my legs sounds like me running go. 20 yards. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like that guy in the longest yard where he falls down. He's like, yeah. I'm still on this team. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody yeah. bring me a sandwich. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Brucey. So I always, I always mm-hmm. like the, the competitions. So yeah. Mo had a competition. You had what? It was two years ago? Yeah. The Guns and Guns Ribbons. And Ribbons yeah. and that was a good time. And then Jason always had competitions up at his gym yeah. that I would try to I, – I mean, every competition I went to, I tried to get as many people to come as I could get. And – Traveling to Boardman was always a blast just to go up there and and do those competitions. So Martel's still at TFA, True Fit, yep. here in Lancaster. Mo, you are at in my garage. At? Mo's at Mo's Garage. Yeah. Check it out. It's a great gym. <laughs> Home gym. <laughs> now, now taking applications. It's a good Jason, name, Jason, yeah, do yeah. you have a gym that you teach at now? Or? No. I, okay, um, so you're all out of the game but then as far as like owning or instructing. Yeah, I I haven't. I it's it's been over a, well almost a year. I just I kind of like it, it's it's probably a, a way too long of a story right now. But like I just I needed to get away after I after I shut my place down. Like it was just it became too much. And I I like I, unless I had to go stop somewhere where like Andrea was working out or maybe they're having an event. Like 
I, li- I completely just separated myself from like the entire gym community. Like yeah. as far as like even just walking into one and you know, like she still works out, you know, some places and stuff, but like, I really just kind of needed some space from it. I needed to sort of re redirect a few things, like even just in my own life period. Mm. And so I just like, my intention is to just kind of do like what Mo's doing and just where I've, I've been trying to scrounge up some equipment and just, and to build a home gym, you know, have, having, having nice stuff, but like just building little bits at a time. And I just, I want to, cause it's for me too. I just, I want to kind of do things a little bit different. My body's pretty beat up yeah. just from, years of work and, and things like that and, and not doing enough. And I'm now finally back in a spot where I'm, I feel better. Um, you know what I mean? Because honestly, I, I don't know, it was probably three years ago. I mean, I was 50 pounds heavier than I am now. You know, I was, I, I've made these small trips from, you know, being way just my body just totally wrecked to, you know, losing, you know, 30 pounds or something like that. And then gaining a bunch of it back and then just, my life's just kind of been a shit show for the last 10 years or so. And I never had a lot of that <laughs> stuff under control. Yeah. Sounds, so like, sounds very familiar. Yeah. So like, I'm just, you know, so now it's, you know, I still, I still, you know, love being part of the cross community and all these things, but like, I'm in just different kind of ways. Things yeah. Back. In different ways. Yeah. It's, it's, I've, it's, I've stayed more, more true to the sport and helping the behind the scenes things and, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, obviously stuff is a fucking dumpster fire right now, but like, right. well, I was always involved in that, but not so much going into the gym anymore. I just wanted to dial things back and go more with a functional bodybuilding type of thing. And just kind of trying to just get my body where I want it instead of worrying so much about, am I doing all these wads? Or Someone else's programming pure yeah. CrossFit or other. Yeah. I yeah. just, I just wanted to get, Better. Like I just I don't feel good for for being 39. I feel like I'm fucking 75. Like half the time, it's just you know I just that that became a problem, and I needed to fix it. You know, so it's I'm just kind of in in a different course now. But you know, so that that leads that segues perfectly into my next question. So since none of you are affiliate owners now, there was and I even at teaching Krav, I was doing it at a CrossFit box or gym, but I wasn't. In it, I would do a wad here or there just to help supplement Krav, kind of like most talking about. They do right. definitely supplement. For me, it was oh, helping my oh, yeah. cardio more than anything because my cardio was trash. Mm-hmm. So right. for me to be able to fight for five minutes, which is ludicrous, I used CrossFit to help get in that kind of shape. They're but a perfect compliment. Yeah, yeah sure. absolutely, absolutely. But I've got no no dog in the fight. But recently, the CrossFit community has been shaken, like literally at its core, right? So it's, now you guys can kind of speak. You don't have an affiliation with them. You don't have a gym. What are your takes on everything that went down with this? And for those that don't know, uh, and you guys can correct me because I've read the article and then forgot about it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the president basically. The owner. Or the owner. The owner, yeah. Um, basically had some uh, comments made publicly. Uh, he tweeted. Uh, and it basically, well, he, he lost gym affiliations. He's lost support. Uh, he stepped down, but he's still owner. He's just not CEO. 100% owner. Yeah. yeah, 100% yeah. owner. So he he's, still owns it, yeah. but he's just not going to do anything. So to me, it's, that really doesn't change anything, right? I mean, he's still... It's it's a very... It. Yeah, I, it's... I, this whole, and, and Mo's going to have a way better, probably more calculated thing than I am. <laughs> like, I, I, I know some... I know what I know, and a lot of my stance has not been so much that... I mean, Greg is definitely not blameless in, in things that he does, but my... The reason why a lot of this is because honestly, when this first started, like on top of me trying to get things that, you know, Andre wanted done in the backyard and then managing what I'm doing at work and then 
listening to and absorbing and and also being very protective of the people that I do know at, at HQ. Right. You know, we have friends there and the people, you know, and on top of the fact that, like, I had just started climbing the ladder in sort of in the games world as far as being finally being, you know, able to be leadership versus just coming in as just a, a regular volunteer. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be director of competition this year for the Iron Games, which is, which is a, you know, kind of an upstart um, event by some phenomenal people in Cedar City, Utah. Like, you know, we're trying to build that thing up. So, like, I was finally getting into positions where I was going to be, I was going to have the opportunity to help new people coming in and, and just be what I felt to be a better a good leader, leader. Yeah. in things like that. Because I've been on teams, it wasn't the end of the world, but I've been on teams in the CrossFit space during games and regionals and stuff where I've had, I've had some team leads that I just, where I've witnessed other team leads that I just felt weren't doing what I thought that they should be doing or being a good leader. Like they just kind of, it was just sort of just something I think to just kind of stroke their ego a little bit. So, and it doesn't, I'm not to say that like I'm some like phenomenal person outside of them. It just, I felt like there was things that should just be done differently. You know I mean? I really like the way that every, you know, the, the rest of the team and the way that those events were run. And I just, I always still get serious. Like I cared about everybody and I just, I wanted people to have a good safe space to, to work out in um, or not work out in, but like to, to work in and, and help this, you know, the community and the sport kind of grow. Um, so it's been, it's been tough to know that that kind of shit has a possibility now of coming to an end, maybe because it's such a mess. Um, you know, I have some thoughts on some of these other bigger companies that are running these other, you know, sanctionals. And well, maybe they're probably not sanctionals anymore, but like, I just, there's some things that I just don't approve of. So like, I'm not going to branch out and go, like, I stayed very loyal to HQ events. I didn't run around and do all these different things. I didn't go do Granite Games and nothing against them or anything like that. Like, I just, I stayed, I stayed true to the, our friends and, and, and things like that to help them. And, um, so it's it's been tough and incredibly stressful for Andrea. Andrea's been doing this longer than I have, um, and things like that. It's 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 been tough to navigate all this stuff and not get stressed out or get pissed or get defensive at certain things mm-hmm. because I know that I have friends inside that organization that are either handcuffed into not being able to say things, they're hurting, you know, what I mean, just period because they can't say certain things. So it's all you can really do is just try to be supportive. The things that I don't like about a lot of stuff that's going on is I know that there needs to be change. It's hard to say that you should take something completely away from somebody who's built something. I know it was super bitter. So I, you know, for my gym, like I said, it's a very long story, but like debt and all I walked away. I just, I fell on the sword. I said, fuck it. And I just was done with it. But it was hard because I spent 10 years building that thing from a crowd gym into what it was. I mean, at one time I was the biggest gym in the area and I just, put everything I had into it. So I don't believe just kind of like that. And I don't know if you guys listen to Andy stump podcast or whatever, like even that guy's first passion he is right now. And even at the thought of maybe them coming after him for some of the things that he said, which I don't feel like they should, but like, you know, even he's like, I don't believe you should take everything away from this man because he built this, but things do need to change, you know, things like that. But I, my problem is with the way that people are acting about some of this. I understand like the Greg made stupid comments and he did, but he wasn't being out outright racist. Like 
he just he made like Greg always makes jackass comments. You know, what I mean, it's just kind of like if you, <laughs> if you look like at some of these God. things. Well, well it's just yeah. like, even even think about how you parent a kid and stuff. It's like if your kid is used to being spoiled and having everything the way that they want it all the time, and he just makes another stupid ass comment. Everybody's yeah. expecting something else for some reason, or expecting him to change overnight. Like this guy has always had a hundred percent control. Everything's always gone through him. He's always gotten his way. He's never had any kind of. To my knowledge, any kind of karma come back and bite him in the ass. He's never had to answer to anybody. Nothing. So it's like, why are you expecting it to be different right now? So, you know, there's ways that I just have always, I think a lot of this too, why it maybe hit me really super hard was that there's a lot of shit that's going on with this right now and the way that people are acting online and some of these things that parallels to a lot of shit that I've dealt with personally in my life, whether it's with family or the business or stuff like that, where nobody wants to fucking talk. They just want to attack. They want like it's just like their go-to thing is you're racist. Well, I'm I, I just, I'm not racist. Well, you're not anti-racist. Though. Yes, I fucking am. Like it's I, I would never. I mean, I don't know that George Floyd guy. I know that if you really do boil it down, the dude was not a good person. He fucking absolutely doesn't deserve what happened to him. But this isn't like they choked a pastor out in the middle of the street and killed him. Like it's. So for I somebody, know some, pastors, you know, and, and, some of them should probably be choked out. <laughs> well, well, right. You know, and, and like I said, I want to make sure that it's very clear. I'm not, I'm not at all defending anything. I'm, I'm like, I'm but like when, but when you're I'm just, talking you're, about you're having open is, dialogue right. is just to say like, he expressed what himself that dude was absolutely fucking wrong. Like right. that should never kind of, that should never happen. Any of that kind of shit. But for, you know, Greg was just saying, it's a, in, in my opinion and other people's opinion I've read, he's just saying like, I didn't personally mourn this guy. But that was that was absolutely wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't, you know, and then some, and then he's trying to take shots. Everybody knows that he's taking shots at Big Soda and all these other companies and things and stuff that's far out of what I understand. But, well, but that's just, also like, Jason. Like, that's also taking into consideration people understand what it is exactly. that's going on, and I think that's yeah. where some of this is getting lost is that people don't understand the entire history. So right. it's like, yeah, right. So exactly. So it's like, why I, I'm, I'm not defending him. I've said this many here, times yeah. and like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, you know, these, these affiliate owner groups and things. And it's like, listen, you're just saying you're not I'm surprised. just trying to talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised at what he says. Like he, he is. A That's dick. who he is. He's fucking smart as shit. But he's also done so much good for everybody. Like he's a, you have to also kind of expect behavior like this from somebody who is that I feel intelligent. It's, you know, you look at some I of see, the people that have it's, it's just it's like. Whatever it is about those guys are always kind of weird, you know what I mean? But yeah. there's also a lot of things that have been coming out now that if they're true, like that's super fucked up. I, I, part of me is not totally surprised, but like if some of these things that have been coming out or are supposedly going to come out or whatever the hell that everybody's like all this vague stuff that's happening, like I definitely don't support that either, you know. But I guess my the thing that has bugged me the most about the forms and things that I have read on, which I've kind of stopped doing that because it's driving me nuts, but like it's just why can't we talk about it? If at the end of the conversation I'm wrong, that's fine. But right. let's just say, okay, listen, Greg is just saying that he doesn't personally mourn the guy. But what happened to him is absolutely fucking uncalled for. Yeah. And all I was doing was taking a shot at this company by saying it's Floyd 19. Yes, it was a very piss poor choice of words at the time, but he could have also elaborated and it would have been fine. You guys created COVID 19. It failed. We ended up in quarantine. All this other bullshit. People have lost their businesses, their jobs, etc. Now you're trying to hop on board and make, you know, Floyd 19 now. And you think you're going to fix this and that. Like, elaborate, dude. Like, 
say something. But even, even without that, I just feel like the cancel culture stuff that's going on and the way people are online because they don't have to, they don't kind of have to face any of the music of the shit that they're sitting there and typing. Everybody can just hear and anything they want. And it's just like, well, if you don't agree with what I think, you're just a fucking racist and you're a piece of shit and all this other kind of stuff. And they just want somebody to burn. Yeah. And so, that's, that is, I, I agree with you hundred percent with that. Uh, this past week. Now you're not on my Facebook. Um, you and I, I don't think really know each other. I know Aaron pretty well. Um, yeah. Mo, I met through Martel in this show and in, in communication, Martel and I've known each other since 20 years, 20 years ago from car stuff. Um, and he unfollowed me on Facebook, so he don't yeah. see my stuff. <laughs> but I usually, <laughs> my Facebook has been reserved for a couple years now to nothing but stupid memes. Yeah. Like, if, I want to share, most, I want to make people laugh. <laughs> I want to make people, yeah, like I might share something that's informative or, Let's, hey, on this day this happened. It's not just stupid but, memes. I went through the timeline and from 12 to 1226, you posted 30 different memes. I got, <laughs> I got to get faster. That's too slow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that good. Um, Mine is using dumb well, comments. I'll, or like I'll, what I'll do is I'll like if I'm up late at night going through Instagram or Facebook, I'll save some, and then like when I get time, I'll just like dump them all. So it's not like I do that nonstop. Like right now, obviously, I'm not sharing memes, but tonight for a half hour, I may go, "Hey, here's stuff I found the last three days." Boom. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I, I shared stuff about these statues being torn down, like Christopher Columbus at Columbus State, and people went nuts every one of them a white conservative most of them people i know very close and love very close and i would engage in conversations and they would get super upset and they're like this is my opinion why are you yelling i mean i said i'm not yelling i'm not used capital letters i'm not like i'm seeking understanding i want to know yeah if the, if, a, if a statue of christopher columbus gets torn down at columbus state which first of all columbus state is funded by the state we pay taxes to the state my tax dollars paid for a statue of a guy who eradicated my ancestors first off and which is funny because a lot of people arguing are my family members who have a lot Native of Native American. American blood in us. And I'm going like, 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 why do you want a statue of this guy? But anyway, that's, that's another podcast. Yeah. And, and, but I'm sitting here going as a taxpayer, I would rather see better roads, better hospitals, better education. I don't care about statues and, and the, the yeah. comments about people are getting so upset and saying, well, they're trying to erase history and it's cancel culture and they're forgetting the past. And I sat there, my number one go-to was I learned a crap ton about Hitler in school and I still learn about him today on my own. I have yet to see a statue of him in America. Like yeah. you don't need this. You know, so like people, and I'm like you, I'm just trying to have conversation. I had people block me. I, had, I, I shared a thing about Trump where he gassed protesters to go stand in front of a church to hold a Bible upside down. Now, I'm a believer. Martel's not. We've mm -hmm. talked about it on the show, and I don't care if you are or not. It's not my business. What you do on your own and what you believe, as long as you ain't hurting anybody else, I don't care. But I'm sitting yeah. here going, this idiot doesn't go to that church. He's holding the Bible upside down, and he gassed American citizens to get there. He used the Secret Service to plow away through a crowd. To, so he, you could have held a Bible upside down in the Oval Office and had the same effect. You didn't yeah. have to, you know, like, so, like, this taxpayer dollar, like, I have all these issues. And all I'll do is share a link and the amount of people that go nuts over it. My brother-in-law was a Marine for 10 years. My other brother-in-law was a Marine for four. Um, my friend was an Army MP that has two Purple Hearts from serving overseas where she got hit. Uh, my granddad, 21 years ago, like I've got military all through my friends and family. I'm not anti-America. But what I am and what you said makes so much sense to me in that you're talking about this guy built this up and he said dumb things, but what should we expect? He's always said dumb things. 
it immediately made me think of, and we don't get political, but I'm going to make it brief. People get so upset or so defensive over what Trump tweets. And I'm sitting here going, this guy has always been an idiot. Like, why are we surprised now just because he's in a different position? But I'm with you. I think it's ridiculous. The guy built it up. He said what he said. And then I think people have a choice, right? It's just like, should a bakery be forced to make a cake for a gay couple? I believe no. If they choose not to, no. But they've got to realize they may lose business. Just like with CrossFit, the guy can say what he says. He may lose business. Like, but you should have that right. And I think the biggest thing that Americans right now are dealing with is being so uncomfortable with you don't agree with me. And it doesn't make it doesn't it doesn't promote anyone like you know, I put that thing up the other day, you know, because I like I said I've been wanting to I've been just been wanting to have an outlet to talk all the time just for any like I don't feel like I'm right about everything. I just would like to talk. Oh yeah. I know a a lot. A lot of my own life has been wrecked because people don't want to have conversations. It's just, I think what I think that's it. Fuck you. It doesn't matter. So there's no, even if in the end I'm wrong, like that's, it's fine. You know, but but it's just like, nobody wants to talk, but we all know a lot of people aren't willing to be, aren't willing to learn or be coachable slash teachable. Uh, And and I think that's the challenge is that you have to be, open and, and accept the fact that you could possibly be wrong, but also yeah. with that, be willing to listen to someone else's opinion that is not yours. Amen. Well, there's a lot of, and, and, a, and be, go ahead, no, go ahead. it's no, it's just, I'm like some, somebody asked me when I put that question up the other day, I was just like, Hey, you know, would you be interested on, on, on coming on? Cause like, I, I don't want the podcast to be about me. Like I just, I want to be able to talk to people regularly. I also would like to learn. I mean, I really, you know, I, I have a stack of books that I bought. I just, I haven't made the time to read all of them yet. But like over the years, even through business and stuff, like I was just like, you know, I spent all this time just kind of head down and doing jobs and things like that. And I've never really took the time to sit back and learn enough stuff, you know, and, and just be a little bit more educated on certain things and understand certain stuff. Like I just, there's parts of my life that I feel like I've kind of wasted and, and have lacked difference, you know, knowledge and things like that. And because I, I, I just, I guess for me, I want to, I want to be always be better. And I just, I feel like the way that people are now with all this crazy shit and all these weird movements and stuff, whether they're valid or not, it scares normal people into never wanting to talk about anything. So then the only people's voices you hear are all these assholes that just want, they're like, they're just looking for the next person to put up on stake and burn them alive. Like they just don't, it's not like, well, all right, cool. If you have a different opinion on this, Let's talk about it and see, you know, because, you know, oh, shit, I never thought about that that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe we still kind of agree to disagree, but like, I see where you're coming from. Maybe yeah. we still disagree, but I see where you're coming from. But, and but, like, but now you've nobody learned wants something. To do that. You've learned something yeah. about interaction and that's where the value is. Yeah. yeah. And it's just and but no, nobody, nobody wants to do any of that stuff. And for a long time in my early years in business and stuff, like I just, you know, my, my family life has not been great. You know, it's, it's shit like that. So like, I just, I kind of came up a certain way and over time as I was in business and now I'm responsible for a lot of people and doing, doing certain things. I didn't realize how I kind of was personally sometimes about stuff. Like I'd get super into things and maybe, you know, there might've been times where maybe I was kind of, you know, cold or standoffish with some of my staff or just because I, I was dealing with maybe a lot of stuff internally and didn't realize how I was affecting other people. And you know, a, a, there was a, there was a point in time where w- literally the, the girl that was with us the longest and was super, one of my super close friends one day, like she was at the point where I, 
which I thought was unheard of, she was going to leave, like not coaching anymore, not part of the gym, nothing. But she came to me and she talked to me about it. And I realized like some of the shit that I was doing and just the, just the way I wasn't purposely being an asshole. I just, it was just kind you of had blind spots. coming off. You had yeah. blind spots and you, and but you took by the time her to coming him. to me, like yeah. we had a, yeah, we had a great conversation about it. I mean, I was kind of in tears at the end of it. And, re- and then after that, a lot, a ton of shit changed, but it was just because she actually came and talked to me. We figured all of it out. And I always just made it a point that like, it doesn't matter how maybe I seem just come and talk to me, you know, and nobody, nobody wants to do things like that. Nobody wants to get better. And I almost feel like it's like, well, if people do get better and now you have this window of this possibility where maybe you almost kind of have to look at yourself a little bit mm-hmm. instead of just always yelling at everyone else. I feel like that almost scares people more. I can't find this meme thing that um, I follow the drummer for Thomas Rhett's drummer, super cool dude. And he posted this like stoic thing meme the other day and it was about racism and like if racism totally disappeared, like what it might do to certain people in order to have that, they force them to kind of self reflect on themselves mm-hmm. and realize the things that maybe they need to deal with. You know, it's, I'm giving a really piss poor version of this, but like I read it and I was like, holy shit, you know, like if, if you weren't running around casting so many stones at everybody else mm-hmm. and actually fixing things, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's just weird that, that just people just, they don't, they don't want to talk. Like I said, I'm, I'm not explaining this very well, but like, it's just, nobody wants to talk. Everybody just wants to yell. If they don't like you, they just want you to disappear instead of finding out if there's something that they can take away from it you know, and, or just, just different ways to grow because it just seems like that's all everybody wants to do. And then with fucking social media, everybody wants to like, you know, I said in the test call the other day, like I was super disgusted with that post that he, that Elijah Muhammad put up. I understand that this black lives matter thing is a big deal. Their shit needs to change. A lot of the stuff that's going on is, it's always been fucking wrong. Like let's, you know, just because slavery was abolished forever ago, doesn't mean that like racism and all this stuff has yeah. not still been there. Like it's, it's bullshit. You know I mean? We, I, as a white guy, I definitely fucking have it easy. I wouldn't want to be a woman either. You know what I mean? But like, it's to, instead of really trying to make change, shit posts like that where he's got a stage picture of him walking out of his fucking gym with a CrossFit banner and a can of gas and a picture's worth a thousand words. Dude, you don't need it. You're showing off now. You're, that's a self-serving fucking post. Almost like holding is, the Bible not, from the church. It's you don't not necessary. Like, just... Yeah. Take it, take a stand against HQ, whatever you want to do for the better. Like just explain, get involved with like phoning and some of these guys on how to make things better instead of doing shit like that. Like that's not, you know, and then you have other people like Camille and stuff that are making stupid laughing posts. It's like, well, what now that you don't really need CrossFit anymore, now you're just gonna, you're gonna laugh and act like an asshole about it. Like well, I had the same things happen to me with members. You know, you get members that like after a while they don't need you anymore, so they're going to go down to the next bright and shiny place. And now all of a sudden, you went from being the greatest gym owner in the world, and we love it here, to eh, he's, he's a piece of shit. You know, whatever. Like wh- instead of all this catty bullshit going on on social media, like why not spend that energy figuring out how to fix this stuff instead of being you know putting up a post that everybody's going to like and stuff. Like you're doing nothing. You know, it's just, you- to me, it, it's it's not productive. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. The, the one thing that's resonating with me in, in everything you're saying, and it seems to be applying to every situation you're talking about, is people aren't willing to talk. And like most said, they're not willing to be educated. And yeah. I've been through a lot of my... You don't realize how much destruction that's doing to everything. They yeah, think I, they're doing I, the right thing, but it's you're destroying I the, everything. I shared the Aunt Jemima post. 
and people are like, we're erasing history, we're erasing that. And literally, I have a black friend of mine who's a Christian rapper, travels the country, he makes a living doing it. And he's like, yo, like when me and my brother, my mom and stuff, like when we go down the aisle of the store, we do see that and it does affect us. Like, so I have people on one hand say, well, it doesn't matter, white people. It doesn't matter what the name is or what this is. I never think about that when I buy it. And I have black people that say, yeah, I do think about that in, in the history behind this. So the white people say, well, just leave it alone. Just let it roll off your back, have thick skin. Mm. But it doesn't bother me. And I'm going, if it doesn't bother you, then who cares if they change it? And people right. aren't willing to have this right. conversation. So I started on my Facebook, and I have been unfriended, unfollowed, blocked, um, for negative reasons. Like, Martel's like, yeah, you just post too much crap. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, I get that. I'll, I'll take that every day. <laughs> but if I'm sitting yeah. here, and I just share a link, and then I engage in conversation, and I say, hey, can you explain yourself? I'd like to understand your thoughts on it. And then people yeah. start cussing me out or yelling at me or blocking me. They're showing they're not, they're too close minded to think maybe I don't understand this. Maybe I can try and see it from somebody else's point of view. And that goes yeah. in the CrossFit community that goes online and everything. And, uh, the, the biggest thing. So my favorite thing yesterday I did. So Thursday was my birthday. I'd been, I had two threads this week that went over a hundred comments. Uh, one was about Trump in the Bible. I had one lady that I worked with 15, 20 years ago, haven't talked to her even on Facebook, forgot she existed, that came on and said something about, if I'm bashing Trump, I'm a communist, and if I got a stimulus check, I didn't deserve it and all this, and then she blocked me. And I was just like, okay, well, sorry, I forgot you existed till just now. Um, mm -hmm. But And the other one was with the whole tearing down statues and then the Aunt Jemima thing. So I guess I had three posts in the last two weeks that went 100-plus comments, and people were getting so upset, and I'm sitting there going, okay, I'm trying to gain understanding. If... You're offended by this or not offended. I'm just trying to learn and find middle ground yeah. and, and open those lines of communication. Uh, so yesterday, my only post, I, I posted nothing controversial, a few stupid memes, but I made this picture with the flying bear laser eyes, and all it said was, good morning to all my friends and family who haven't blocked, unfollowed, or unfriended me. What are we, gonna, what are we angry about today? Let's <laughs> fight. And I had people like post stupid stuff. Like, like the first comment two minutes later was, I can't see my forehead. I said, like, use a mirror. I said, use a mirror, you idiot. Next, and like, so people are just like posting dumb stuff, and it just like lightened the mood. But I'm like, guys, we've. I'm okay with you disagreeing with me. I'm okay with you saying I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. I don't care what you call me. And if you're mad about statues coming down, and and I think they should come down, or vice versa, if you're mad about pancake mix, and that's causing you to sever ties with people, like. Let's open it up, and then Friday I was like, okay, let's yeah. bring it back. Let's fight over dumb stuff. Let's be fun again. and But let's keep these lines of communication open. And this morning as I was getting ready, my boss actually posted uh, exactly what you said. He's like, hey, why am I just now learning this stuff? I'm, I'm, you know, I've been on this planet 50 years, mm -hmm. and I'm learning so much stuff about black culture and racism I never knew until now. And my reply was, yeah. there's a serious breakdown in the American education system. There's a serious problem yeah. with victors writing history, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the victors of any battle always written by the winners, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And then I said the other one is we're not willing to learn. People are unteachable. We know what we've been taught. And I was taught early on that George Washington was a great guy, and I was taught that Abe Lincoln was a great guy. I didn't know they came from slave owners until I was way out of college. Now, did yeah. they change things and do things for the better? Absolutely. But I had to learn that myself. So people get to a certain point where, you know, we, I was raised that, you know, we believe that it's heritage, not hate, or we believe that whatever, um, they, they get stuck in that and it's ingrained. It's all taught. 
nobody's born racist. Nobody's born mm-hmm. ignorant. You are willingly oh, yeah. racist or willingly ignorant. And it's when I say a, ignorant, I don't mean you have a low IQ. I mean you're unwilling to learn. The definition of ignorance is just being uninformed on a topic. I'm ignorant when it comes to how airplanes work. I know how they work in aerodynamics, but I couldn't build a plane. I'm ignorant, mm-hmm. right? I don't know the inner working. So it's like people people are so afraid of being called something like ignorant on a topic that well, they'll just lash out and they'd rather fight you in their stupidity. Well, that's a, when, to, to some people that's hurtful when because they assume you're insulting their intelligence. Exactly. And, and that's some people saying, get like, really ups- and some people get absolutely. really upset by that. And that's why I try to explain people when I had I had six people. When I posted about the ancient Mima thing, six of them, either on my wall on Facebook or private message, sent me a link about Nancy Green, who was the face of ancient Mima, um, the Wikipedia page. So I would send them back the one, the Aunt Jemima Wikipedia page, which said, like, she was the first black millionaire. She was, she did become successful. But if you look at their page, they literally say, like, yeah, the guy that founded it saw a, a white male in blackface in drag making fun of black slave women. And that gave him the idea to use a black slave woman for the face of the company. I didn't know so, like, any of this shit. Oh, yeah. dude, I went I just, deep into it. This Aunt Jemima stuff to me was just, I just remember from childhood with pancakes. Like, I, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so that's like where, yeah. And, and, like, but just, people like, aren't willing for just, me. They're not willing to learn that from me. They want to say, hey, yeah. she was a black millionaire. They did a great thing for her. And I'm going, no, they exploited her. They exploited they her. They paid her and they, they made her a millionaire. How much have they made over the years off of her? And how did they treat yeah. her? And why did they oh, choose yeah. her? And that they literally like the the Quaker Oats literally well Pepsi owns them now, literally admits like yeah they pretty much said mm, good Southern cooking look at our old ads, it's it's literally saying like nobody cooks better than a black slave woman, in, in yeah. their ads and it's very racist and I'm going guys like just educate yourself and be willing to say I didn't know that because before a couple of weeks ago I never Googled Aunt Jemima. Yeah. I'm like you. It's pancake mix. I don't care about pancake mix. I, even, I care about pancakes because I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. And on yeah. top of that, so with Nancy, she, you know, she became, I think, like you said, Rain. I think she was the first black millionaire. But her family never saw any residuals after she passed away. Yeah. So they continue yeah. to use her name and, and her imagery. And her imagery and likeness and but the whole way that it came no about is treated. Everybody goes, well, she made a million dollars, so how bad can it be? And I'm like, but think about every single black family that was still dealing with racism back then, or every slave before that wasn't a millionaire that right. was still getting. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's not that far back, guys. My granddad was born in 1910. I knew him most of my life till he passed away. Um, he lived to be 103. He saw a lot of this stuff and a lot of the murders, the lynchings. Black guys are getting drugged behind trucks happened in his lifetime. Some of them happened in my parents' yeah. lifetime. So I'm like, we can't just we can't just sit here and be the ignorance is bliss thing needs to go away. We can't be willfully ignorant and be happy and not knowing and assuming because when I have white friends and white family members say they don't it doesn't offend me, so it shouldn't offend them. That makes no sense because that's like me going, Well, I should be able to tell a woman what to do with her body because it doesn't affect me. But and if I say that then people of any race can get fired up, right? Yeah. When, when you're talking the whole... about the um, the willful ignorance, though, I think some of the part of that is normalization because those things have become iconic within our culture that people just accept right. of them and not really taken into consideration. And if you look at the sport, you know, let's look at sports. You have the Washington Redskins. You have the Florida Seminoles. You know, and if you look back just even maybe a couple decades, if you look at the Cleveland Indians' old uh, symbol, Chief Wahoo. Yeah, but but if you look at how it used to look, how how mm-hmm. versus it looks yeah. now, you know they were trying to make changes to make it less less of a um, 
a racist icon, for lack of better yeah, phrasing, like a caricature. Of yeah, it. yeah. And, and but because yeah. that things like that have been such staples within the American lexicon that people just have accepted, like, oh, that's it's always been like that. You know, it, which is true, but doesn't mean it's okay. Yes, and that's another comment I had. I, I had somebody say it's been like this for a hundred. It was a Circleville public page. Cited a post shared about the Aunt Jemima thing, and people were just commenting. And one lady, white lady, said, "It's been that way for a hundred and thirty years, and no matter what they change it to, it'll be Aunt Jemima to me." And I said, "A hundred and thirty years ago, you wouldn't have been allowed to vote. Should mm-hmm. we still go back to that?" And she's like, "Well, that's different. Your apples and oranges." I said, "No. If you're saying it's been okay for a hundred and thirty years." Women shouldn't have the right to vote because they didn't 130 years ago. And she didn't like that too much. But I'm sitting there going, that's my point. We've made progress in areas. Why are we drawing the line at pancake mix? Like, this is still an issue here in this country. We should strive to correct it. In, in another one of my posts, another person said it's been that way for years. You know, think back in the 60s or 70s when this should have happened then when all this other stuff happened. I said, yeah, you're right. It should have. It should have happened long before that. But why do we have an issue with it happening during our lifetime? Mm-hmm. Why do we have an issue with change happening in 2020? Yeah, if it took like, place, I, if, I don't get if, why people are so against yeah. it. If it was taken care of in the 60s, then why are we still having these challenges? Yeah, yeah. and, and what I do that he says, you know, some they call it cancel, cancel culture, and everything's changing, and something we're going to forget who we were. And I'm going, part of me goes, that's probably not a bad thing because let's be honest, American history, especially white American history, is shady from the get go, from the first time white folks landed on this land. But that's another topic. But I'm sitting here going. Why would we want to halt progress, period? This, this is so much farther for me than beyond going, forgetting who we are. This is literally still trying to demonize or, or demoralize an entire culture. And people want to throw up, well, this, that's that, this and the other. I'm going, guys, like, like I don't care. I, I, think, I still think it's wrong that women, it's proven, get paid less than men for the same job. Are there jobs that men can do that women can't? Absolutely. Are the jobs women can do that men can't? Absolutely. But for the same person in the same profession, if they have the same qualifications and perform the same way, it should be equal. So why do we not feel that way about this? Like, and I'm sitting there going, if you're telling me statues don't matter, but you know, I don't want to forget my, our history and pancake mix don't matter to me, but I don't want to forget our history. And I'm going, well, it does matter to them. So if it doesn't matter to you, just let it be changed and shut up. Yeah. If it doesn't matter, what's what's the the matter problem? And I, I think you guys both have said very meaningful things on that topic of of the fact that it is normalization. Uh, I would almost call it institutionalization. It's, it kind of reminds me of Shawshank where Red got out of jail, but that's all he knew, right? He lived his life right. in prison. When he got out, he didn't know how to handle it. I feel like we have grown up being taught certain things about certain uh, topics, and it's hard for us to accept that it may not just be that way, just because we've heard it that way our whole life. Well, but and then and this is just kind of my my, my kind of thing because I'm a first generation American. You know, my mother's Japanese, my father's Jamaican. I'm literally the first person to be born in this country. So my perception not of what know that. being an American is is mm-hmm. a lot different than someone who's generations deep into uh, being an American. Like they so far they they haven't touched or seen their migration chain. Where like my migration chain is like my mom and dad, like literally. Yeah. So right. so I'm so much closer to the dock, as I like to say, that I have a different perspective on on things that are American and like. See, you can say that. that's racist if I say that. <laughs> but, but, but but you're abso- no, you're absolutely right though. It's completely so. It's your perspective American. is very different. Yeah. You were born here. 
I was born in the United States, but I've spent about half my life uh, in Japan. Okay, either, but you were born here. You know. But like you said, that's I was born here too. So you and I were both born here. Mm-hmm. But it is so much different for you mm-hmm. than me. Now I'm I, again. I got to do the spit in a tube thing or whatever, pluck an eyelash and send it off to get my DNA tested. Mm-hmm. But I know in my lineage, I've met a full blood Cherokee Indian, so I know I've got Native American blood in me. Mm-hmm. But if you look at me in the summer, I get tan. I could turn a little red, but I'm white. Like if people look at me, I'm yeah. a white dude, mm-hmm. right? They don't know my heart. They don't know my, my my thoughts. I'm a white guy, and then I have friends like Mo or my, like our buddy, uh, my buddy JJ, who is nine nationalities in the last three generations, literally, mm-hmm. like full blood Puerto Rican, full blood Mexican, full blood whatever. Um, Two, I have two buddies, both named DJ, both are mixed. One looks like a black guy, one looks like a super white accountant. Oh, he's an albino. Yeah, he's I mean, like he's straight, he's albino. straight pasty, he doesn't tan. <laughs> um, but they're both mixed. And for all of us, for so for Mo, for DJ, for other DJ, and for me, we're all born here, but it's for very different experiences. And I think people get so tied up in, this is my experience, and if, if you don't agree, you're wrong. Where I'm going, look, I can name four or five friends that were all born in Ohio even. Even if they're born in the same state, and they have very different stories, and people are so unwilling to just hear that side of the story. And I had one person. You're not teaching anybody anything. Like if if you're just telling them like it just has to be this way. It's it's again. It kind of goes back like what I was saying earlier is like you know if 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 your kid you know makes a mistake, you mean, and you're not going to try to like explain to them why it's like you know like I said, there's a lot of things I just don't. From, from being taught in school or just the way you grew up. Like, and I'm just a very, like, just a kind of whatever guy. Like, I don't care if people, you know, say shit to me and things don't really bother me. Like, I'm just really like cool, low and level headed. And, but that doesn't mean that maybe that thing's not offensive to somebody else. Like we said, but like, if you don't tell me, like, I'm not going to know, I'm, I'm not going to fight you on it, but like, it's maybe I don't know that. So like, if somebody's acting out or they do something that, you know, you don't like, or it does offend you, or if it is something offensive that they just don't realize, you, you just gonna be like, fuck you. Like you're an asshole. And just like the cancel culture thing is like, all right, well you just, you don't get to live anymore. Like your, your life's over because I don't like what you do instead of being like, well, listen, this is, this is why this bothers me. So what can we do to meet, you know, halfway or do something yeah. to, but- to change this? So you understand next time, you know, even if it still doesn't bother you, like, can you just understand my side of it? What, you know, why, why it bothers me, why it hurts me or my family or whatever, instead of just being like, you know, hey, you know, you're done. Just, just go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. And moving on to somebody else and then them, that person too. All right. You, you, you too. Like you're out of here. You don't exist anymore. Why not take the time to just talk and, and, te- and teach these people what they should know? Shit that they didn't learn in school or things that maybe they were taught wrong. Like, you know, when the whole Cleveland Indian things, you know, come up and the Redskins, like, I'm, I'll admit, like, I'm, I'm I'm not a racist person or anything like that, like, and I'm not heartless, but, like, to me, I was just like, oh, well, it was just a sports team. I just thought those were mascots. Like, yeah, you don't maybe yeah. think about the human connection yeah. in it, you know? So, like, again, the normalization is not, not because you're racist. Exactly. It's just, it's always been. It's just there. the way it's always been. And it's yeah. never bothered you. Right. And again, it doesn't like, mean it's right, but it's just, it's just, it's always been like that. It's just there, yeah. Well, yeah, and, it's yeah. A, and for me, it's a respect thing because one guy said, well, I don't know any black, all the, all the black people I know, none of them get offended by this. And I went, how many do you know? Uh, and he literally admitted, he's like, yeah, I don't hang with a lot of black people. I said, maybe go find like an older black person somewhere and just ask them what they went through 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like try, yeah. try to educate yourself. Um, but what you were saying to me too, it, it comes back to respect, a mutual respect. So if I'm having a conversation, I had people lash out to me and I kept very calm and I had, I had some people message me and say, Hey, 
like you did good today because I'm not one to like hold back my feelings. Like I'm very, if my opinions asked, I give it, I'm very straightforward. I'm very rough uh, in how I say things sometimes, but I was trying to stay very even keeled on this uh, because I know it's a sensitive subject and I went, okay, if you disagree, please explain why. Don't just tell me just because, because that doesn't help me. Like I want to know how you feel. And in a couple of my posts, like my, I will say some things on here. I will say things off air. I'll, I may curse up a storm sometime, but I don't do it around my parents because mom doesn't like it. I don't do it around my grandma. Grandma doesn't like it. And people do this on my Facebook, and I've asked time and again. And dude did it the other day, uh, last night, and I deleted his comment. I don't think he did it intentionally, but don't drop the F-bomb on my Facebook post where my grandma can see it because I respect her. So if you're typing to mm-hmm. me or you're a friend of mine, I, I'm asking you to have respect for me and my wishes. Is that how I get you and, to unfriend me? Um, no, I'll just delete stuff. I won't, I've still not unfriended anybody. Shit. I do not unfriend. If you want to be unfriended, just unfriend me. No, I can't do that. Oh. That goes against what, everything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but these guys were kept cussing. I'm like, guys, look, I, I, I've said it jokingly, but tone it down. Like you can lash out at me, but if you, and if you want to cuss me out, call me or do it on private messenger, video yeah. chat, like language doesn't bother me, but several people that I go to church with that I, I, I'm family members, it bothers them. And I'm just asking you to be respectful. And then another person jumped in and said, "What harsh?" Because I, I use the term "harsh language." He said, "What harsh language?" And I said, "Look, I've I've asked both of you, and this wasn't dude. This is other people yeah. <laughs> to clarify multiple times on several posts, and I've deleted some of your comments. Like, just don't use it here. Get creative in your wording. <laughs> like, you don't have to say all these words." And he <laughs> said, "Oh, I didn't know you were so, so sensitive. I didn't know that shit was harsh language and this and that." And I went, "Look, dude." I deleted it, and I said, listen, I now it's a matter of disrespect like because you intentionally repeated what yeah. I just asked this guy not to do, and now you're attacking me. I said, so I'm going to very respectfully tell you I'm deleting your comment, and anything else you say that's just trying to egg this on, I'm going to delete. I'm not going to block you, yeah. but I'm not going to feed into this. I've respected you, and I expect the same in return. I said, your language don't bother me. You can say every word you want to me. Martell's mm-hmm. cussed me out on the air here. Oh, yeah. But my mom is very straightforwardly told my grandma, yeah, they're funny. Don't listen to them. You know, because she knows grandma don't like foul language. And what episode Martel dropped yeah. the F-bomb like 150 times. So it, it's just a matter of respect. And, but just like with language, it goes back to the other thing. If I'm saying I'm not racist, but I also don't want to see Aunt Jemima removed, knowing that it affects a certain race, there's a little bit of racism in me. Like I can't... I, if I'm not racist, I should be able to look at them and go, this offends you. It don't offend me. Get rid of it. Then none of us are. Like, it, it's not even about the snow. I hate hearing the term snowflake as far as I got called a snowflake because I don't want to see curse words on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I got called a snowflake because I forget what. There's something else. There's something Trump did. And I was like, you're a snowflake. I'm like, no, I post Biden memes just as much as I post Trump memes. I posted Obama memes left and right. Yeah. Like. I hate them all. Be yeah. honest with you. I don't like politicians. I, I, I got but, called a snowflake because I asked people not to refer to it as China virus because, you know. Yes, I, that comment of yours. Because I'm I, sitting there. No, because I saw it coming. Uh, yeah. You know, just even though I don't really look Asian, the people that know me, you know, know I'm very proud of both sides of my heritage. And you should and, be. And, yeah. and, and I saw it coming yeah. to where, and I and I have friends that have told me that, you know, they've been looked at, you know, been cut, been cussed at or whatever because they mm-hmm. don't or obviously not American and they're Asian of some sort and being poked at and told that they're the reason why this is about, you know, this is you know, my, my, my friends that are here that live in Los Angeles had nothing to do with this. Yeah. And, and, right. and that was my whole gist of, 
of making and that, that opened my eyes yeah. because I was sitting there going, man, I might well, have said that not knowing. We said it on. I mean, we do everything. It's all satire for the most part well. here. And I know, I know, we called it the kung flu. We call. I yeah, I, I laughed. I mean, we one. we called it all every name that we could think of, mm-hmm. just all in tongue in cheek satire. You know, but the thing it, about that post. Now, you guys didn't offend me. I was trying to prove a point. Right, yeah. and, and my point was that everybody needs to be respectful of, of everybody because the next day I had a follow up post being like, "Look, of all the I people that that that, uh, that responded, and I started rattling off all this stuff. I have like two of you have gone through drug and alcohol rehab. Nine of you are, are gay. You know, uh, eleven of you have mixed kids. You know, three of you I went to high school with, and I started laying out like who all these people were, and I was like, people that know my birth origin, like maybe like five, not including my family." And I was just trying to prove a point that you don't know me, right? And you don't know who you're talking to, like collectively with all the people that were that were uh, chiming in, because there was some fighting going back and forth. I was like, but the one thing we got to do is respect each other, you know. And I think yeah, it's not even about yeah. agreeing; it's about just respect. Yeah. yeah and, and one guy that I don't even know how he, I friended him or whatever, he messaged me. He's like, "Look, you know, things are getting a little out of control. I think I'm gonna uh, just, you know, unfriend you." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Th- thank you oh for sharing, God. but yeah, I didn't see, even know who the guy was, and I mean, he felt compelled to share that with me. But you know, the the, the point mm-hmm. wasn't of that post wasn't that you know I, I wasn't telling anybody what to do. I was just saying, please don't bring this into my feed. Yeah, you were just yeah. making a point. You know, yeah. of... and, and and but but again, with the whole intention of like, and now the rest of the story, and you know, making everybody reflect yeah. on what happened yesterday. And I actually did notice that some people went back and deleted their comments from the day. In the day prior and i think for that if i got one person to think about it then mission accomplished worth it. Yeah. yeah that's the that's the biggest thing man it's just like talk you know what i mean and, and even even with all the stuff that i've said it's not like i haven't been guilty of not communicating i've you know i've, I've been getting better and better over time but like it's just if you if one person just kind of sees things because you took, I mean, even as weird as it might've been, even for that guy to just say like, Hey man, like I'm going to, I'm going to unfriend you. At least he communicated yeah. with you and maybe kind of explained a little bit, you know, weird, weird or not, but like, that's just, it's, it's such a problem. Like I said, it's just the same stuff that I've been saying. It's just nobody, nobody talks. Mm-hmm. It's just yell. This is my judgment of you. That's it. There's not going to be any fixing. Like, look, this is the way I feel. And that's all that matters. And it's not because like you, you know, you feel a certain way about some things that bother you. There's things that, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really get, you know, bothered that much by certain things, but I do get bothered for other people because of, you know, mm-hmm. because of the way certain people, you know, talk or the way they're treated, you know, there's when they, you know, first really started, which to me, it just seems insane. But like the fact that there was even like that, you know, that time where they finally started legalizing gay marriages, if that should really even matter, mm-hmm. regardless of what your views are on that, it's just like, you know, everybody, everybody's, you know, bashing you know all that kind of stuff and getting you know all, all shitty about gay and lesbian in this these communities and things like that like it's why the fuck does everybody hate like just it's almost like they have to have somebody to hate or they they got to pick on this person or that person or whatever and it's just like you could what? just i understand that this is probably a dream but like you could Here's just what, fucking maybe try to work together a little bit and talk like i think the reality is it's it's it makes people feel better about their own insecurities if they can put somebody else below them. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah. my buddy and I worked together this back 2003, four ish. We lived together, worked together. We would have the most fun at a warehouse picking orders, dumb, stupid, monotonous job. Right. And there's, I don't know, 50 people on the team. We're all walking aisles, all pulling orders. 
but him and I would clown. They'd have the radio playing. We'd be singing off key at the top of our lungs. We'd be tossing stuff around. But our, our quota at that time was 400 units pulled per hour. And we're going around and so many people had turned us in for clowning and goofing off that we got pulled to the done. office. Yeah. And I went in and I said, Bob, he was our manager. I said, pull up last month's report and the month before that. And uh, as many as you want, we were supposed to pull 400 an hour and we were both averaging over 600. <laughs> I said, they're mad because we're having fun. I said, who reported us? I said, I know this person. The fun police, that's who reported you. Yeah. Well, I told him, I said, I know this lady reported me because she told me she did. Pull hers up. And she was at 350 an hour. And I'm like, look, but like you you got, you have these guys complaining because they have their own problems and it, they don't like seeing other people happy. They don't like seeing other. So with this whole, with the gay marriage thing, am I gay? No. Do I hate gay people? No, I don't care. What you now well, don't come in my house no, in my living room. Your shirt says I hate people. I hate people. Period. I don't like <laughs> yeah. any of you. Uh, I don't even want to be here. But go home. It's um, but for <laughs> me, it's like like don't if you want to be Muslim, Buddhist, atheist, Christian, gay, straight, Martel. If you want to be, yeah, no, screw you. Anybody else but Martel, <laughs> that's fine. Just don't come in my house and start hanging up, putting up statues and flags and all that because I may yeah. not like it. You want to do it in your house? Do it, and I'll come visit you, and we can dine together. But yeah. you know that, and that's part of the respect. I respect you. All I ask is that you respect me. And right. um, I, I just feel like, like you said, I, I just feel like the the big problem is people don't want to listen, and people feel like they have well, to. There's a difference between listening and hearing, though. Yeah, right. And that was one of the things I was going to bring up. Yeah, a lot of some people just talk just so they can wait for their turn or people listen just to wait for their turn to speak. And, mm-hmm. and while that yeah. communication yeah. is supposed to be occurring, like they're too busy formulating what it is they're going to say as their retort and not necessarily hear the entire piece of the conversation that's being communicated to them. So if someone's like truly invested in trying to educate someone, you know, and, and I, when I say educate, I mean that in a, in a true sense, not like I'm, you're going to learn something, you know, and being forceful about it because there is that as well. well. Uh, and but I think just collectively, like with you know whether it's everything that's going on right now, and especially you know I can only speak for myself, but I think as a minority, I, I what my wish is for people just to have some empathy. Like I don't want you to feel sorry for me, but I want you to understand. Exactly, and that's know, what I've been trying to do and tell the other folks that are upset about statues and pancake mix. Mm-hmm. Why are you not trying to learn from somebody that it, if you say it doesn't affect you? Like me, I don't care if it's called Aunt Jemima or if it's called Poopy Pancake Mix. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But if it does bother somebody else, I go, okay, why? Like, it, that, that yeah. doesn't make sense to me, so let me learn from you. And then I start gaining that understanding. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the and, and then for <laughs> me, like, things- during a lot of this, like, people have reached out to me and like, hey, can I talk to you? So now I have a platform. I have an opportunity to share my opinion about yeah. why Mo feels a certain way about a thing like why a, a, a box of pancake mix might be offensive or why a sports team's logo might be offensive or, you know, just insert any of the above, but I can only give my opinion, you know, and, and, and that's all I can speak for intelligently because I'm not everybody. No, I agree mm-hmm. with you. And coming from somebody of a predominantly native American background, it's funny for me because Chief Wahoo, the Washington Redskins, I've normalized. That's just the way – I'm a Cowboys fan, so I yeah. always watch him play the Redskins growing up, and mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Now, should I be outraged? I don't know, but I don't feel the same way that maybe people that are still 100% Native Americans who are still living on reservations might feel. So I'm open to going, 
yeah, maybe we should probably look into changing this. Like, you know, it doesn't bother me, but that doesn't mean it doesn't bother them. Yeah. And it's all a matter of perspective, right? Like, uh, I, a buddy Josh of mine two days ago posted, he's, he's at Siesta Keys right now. So I know Martel's jealous instantly. <laughs> yep. And he posted, he was on the beach and he took a picture. And in the picture, you can tell everybody's social distancing. It was packed, but everybody looks like 10 to 15 feet apart. There's blankets here. There's an umbrella here. And then he literally walked. He was in the water. And he walked um, 200 feet inland and took another picture from a different angle. And it looks packed. It looks like people are stacked on each other. Mm-hmm. And he made this post about, guys, look, here's what, here's what we need to do. We need to look at things. The media tells us this is packed. Here's the reality. The mm-hmm. media tells us. They hate this. Here's the reality. Or these people are doing this. Here's the reality. You know, and he was basically breaking down. Here's two pictures from the same place that I took. And it shows two very different perspectives. And I could use either one to say what I want. And he was just basically saying, look at somebody else's viewpoint. Try to figure out the whole story. It just basically saying, don't be so quick to jump into, well, it offends me or doesn't offend me and lash out. And I'm not lying, guys. He had no less than five people call it fake news, say those pictures were fake. They were from two different beaches at two different times because people didn't read the full description. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. literally got into arguments with them. And I just finally commented. I was like, people are really on here arguing with the guy that took the pictures that these pictures are <laughs> fake. I said, this is 2020 in a nutshell. Like, he literally is like, these are, we're on vacation. This is me and my family. Mm-hmm. I took this picture. As long as it took me to walk 200 feet, I took this picture. And people were arguing with him. Mm-hmm. And some, some went, okay, I thought you got the pick Because he cropped them down so they fit, you know, Instagram square style crop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, I see a yellow umbrella there. Where's the yellow umbrella there? It was just like the dumbest stuff. And they're like yelling with him. And then one guy gets on. All, after he had already explained it like five or six times in all caps, this guy's like, this is fake news. You're an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. Maybe some Trumpetarian will believe that. <laughs> Apparently he's a liberal. He went off about Trump. Voter supporters believe in it and this and that. And then he never, and Josh is like, dude, I took the pictures. He's like, yeah, right. You're fake news on this. I'm like, what is your problem, dude? Like the guy's literally, his feed has been, I'm here. I'm in Siesta Keys. I'm taking the, you know, here's our vacation. And all his posts were like, photos. Yeah. His, his, (laughs) yeah. His post. And he did that. He literally had to put them in the comments, but his post originally was like, Hey guys, don't be so quick to believe everything you see or hear online or through the media. And then people were yelling at him for it. And he was like, no, I'm using my own pictures. Like, I'm, I'm proving to you. People are social distancing here. The media could easily take a picture from this angle and make it look like it's not. And it's just unreal the, the amount of people that jumped on him because they didn't read the description. They didn't even care to take the time to understand. And they lashed out at him about how he's spreading false information. I'm like, guys, he took the pic. He's there. Mm-hmm. Have they listened he's to our show? He's on the beach. No. Okay. These kind of people are the kind of people, again, they don't want to be educated. Ignorance is truly bliss. Yeah. It's so much easy to be angry with somebody or to block them on Facebook or to shun them than to educate yourself. Well, I was I, talking about the spreading of false information. Oh, <laughs> that could be yeah. the subtitle of our show. I saw a right. picture that was very similar. It was a lion like holding one of its cubs in its mouth. Yes, and, I saw like, that one. From one angle, like it looks like the, the, the cub's head is in the lion's mouth, but then the other angle, it's like the the lion, like picking up his kid, like, you know, get your ass yeah, back yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's, it, I, I think you get, you two have said it very well. You were more articulate than Martell and I are. <laughs> I'm not articulate at all. So I think this episode is probably one of the episodes I've talked the least. Yeah. He tried, I'm he listening. tried to spell Aikido earlier with the number eight in it. So. I did. Well, that, that was burrito. Oh, burrito. <laughs> burrito with the number eight. 
Um, yeah, but I think you guys have said it well. It comes down to open communication and respect and just hearing the other side. And man, if, if, if 50% of the people that are fighting each other right now would just take the time to sit down over coffee or bourbon or whatever mm-hmm. and say, Hey, tell me your side. And, and, and I'm going to listen. I'm not just going to listen, but I'm going to hear you and hear what you have to say. And then I'll give you my side. I think we'd be in a far better place. Yeah, it, oh yeah. Yeah. One of the things I used to employ, like, uh, while I was in the military when I would have, you know, like counseling sessions with my younger guys, cause I was always, you know, when I was younger, I was very close minded. You know, I wasn't in that growth mindset. And as I matured and realized that I had the opportunity to make things better for the people that work, you know, beside me or, or in the same organization where I was given maybe a little bit of elevated status, I started telling them like at the end of this, you know, I want you to tell me what I'm doing good and what I'm doing bad. And they kind of look at me like, I'm not telling you what you're doing wrong because then it's going to come back on me. And then and I would stick it to him. I'd be like, if you don't tell me something that pisses me off, then you're not doing your job and you're not making me better. And there were some times that they told me some shit that I had my blind spots. And there were some times they told me some things that I got pissed. But And I had to sit and think, like, why am I getting pissed? I'm getting pissed because they're telling me the truth and it's hurting my feelings. But because it's hurting my feelings and I asked for this, then I have an obligation to do something with this information. You know, now, now, I mean, none of them ever said anything offensive or abusive. And I explained to them the parameters in which I want is like, I need you to tell me what I'm fucking up because if you don't tell me, I'm not going to get any better. You're not going to like working here and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm thinking it's Mm -hmm. right. And that was probably like the most, the best painful lessons I've ever learned was by opening up myself to listen to people tell me what I wasn't good at. And that's hard. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to, to, to be told what you suck at, yeah. but it's even harder to take that information and one, not get pissed off and two do yeah. something about it. Well, here's the thing though. If you do get pissed off, you've got a decision to make, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've said, I've, I'm teaching our six year old every day. You've got decisions and you're going to have repercussions, good or bad. So you get pissed off. That's fine. They say something to you, piss you off. You can lash out right then and there out of raw emotion, or you can step back and say, okay, I'm going to sit on this, sleep on it. I'll revisit it in 24 hours. Then you look at yourself and say, mm-hmm. one, should I have been that angry? Because is it the truth? And is that why I'm angry? And two, how do I respond to this? Is what they said, did it piss me off because it's wrong and I need to defend myself? Or is it because it's true and I need to change myself? And I got my feelings hurt. And Yeah, and you, you got your feelings hurt. Yeah. Um, but in, but with a lot of time, that's exactly like these discussions. People get their feelings hurt and immediately want to take their ball and go home. But they're mm-hmm. going to cuss you out before they do. Because they want the last word, and you know, so it, mm. it's kind of that. That's my been my approach through all these discussions, especially online. Have been look, I'm not being disrespectful. People are lashing out at me and calling me names. I'm like, look, I haven't called you a name. Why are you calling me a name? I'm trying to understand you. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're saying this, this, and that, and then you ask me what I think on it, and I'm giving you my opinion, and my thoughts. And there have been times where I've literally said, look, I'm not. I've said the words, I'm not a smart enough man to understand this, but this is how I feel. Um, and that for me, I grew up getting picked on when I was fat. I grew up having to defend myself and I did that with sarcasm with Mm -hmm. wit and I've lashed out and I've done it at the expense of people my entire life through high school. I would make people, I can make people cry just by what I said, you know, just, just really break people down. And here I am now I'm 37 raising two young, young men that are going to be coming up in the world. And I've got to look at them and go, okay, what do I want my boys to be? Mm -hmm. Do I want them to be sarcastic a-holes who may make some people laugh, but are tearing, doing it at the expense of others? 
or do I want them to be intelligent and, and wise enough to go, hey, maybe it's me. So what do I need to get out of this? And through all this, I've been cussed out. I've been blocked. I've been unfriended. I've been called a Republican, a Democrat, an idiot. And I'm going, guys, I, I, I don't like any of them. I don't like statues made with taxpayer dollars. Like my biggest issue was one, the, the statues getting torn down never should have been put in the first place. And two, they're using tax money to do it. That's a stupid waste of money to me. Yeah. That's all I was saying. And people were like, well, if you take down Christopher Columbus and then they said, what, what are they going to do next? Change the name of the city. I said, what if they do? I was born. I in hope Columbus. so. There's actually a petition right Flavortown. now to call Columbus Flavortown. Cause Guy Fieri's born there. <laughs> And I shared it. I, I, I told people when we that, talked about a, last time. That's America AF right there. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, said, I said that's funny, but it's so dumb, and I said nothing about it. And then after people got upset about the Columbus statues, I shared a link for the petition. Yeah. Go sign it. I didn't. But I was like, if they change it to Flavortown, USA, again, how would my life change? It'd become funnier. Yeah. That would be hilarious. I live me. outside Flavortown. Yeah, like I just <laughs> so so for me, I'm sitting there going, maybe they should change it. I, it's funny, but yeah. but again, I've got to look at myself and go, what's my role in this? In this conversation? In this? You know, do I need to go protest? Do I need to go riot? No, I don't. I don't believe rioting's an answer here. My problem with rioting is they're not rioting against the government. <laughs> right. If you're mad at the government. No, fight them. Don't fight other people. But, breaking shit. Yeah, but that's another conversation but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think i think that we all need to chill out take a step back sip some coffee some mead whatever it is yeah. smoke pot if you want i don't care i don't but you can whatever it is that calms you down have a cigarette whatever you're uh, do or, friend whatever or, or, like, or that, like that thing i posted the other day black or white come have a beer you know, yes, I, yeah, I, I, I love yeah. that video. It's I, like, I really wish. I, yeah, I really Martel's wish my like, man, I wish I lived closer. Yeah, I really wish my driveway was not on a major road because I would have done that that evening. Seriously, I'm just gonna go sit yeah. in the middle of 270 no, with a I sign. Don't care that your driveway is on a major road. I'm gonna just come <laughs> sit in your driveway <laughs> without telling. All, yeah, I'm just gonna good. show up. We're just gonna, yeah. we're just gonna show up. Buckhorn so, Podcast is traveling. Let's there you go. go. So but we've that, been at this for a little over two and a half hours. Yeah. Because uh, so, we're solving the world's problems. Yeah, we're Brandon. solving we are. all the yeah. world's right. problems. We can keep going. Three white guys and Mo solve the world's <laughs> problems. <laughs> it's like the United can, Nations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we I can, think I think a lot of good stuff was said today. Though. Yeah, oh, getting absolutely. The, getting different because we're different ages. We're in different parts of the state and country, and different uh, backgrounds for sure. Different backgrounds. Different backgrounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, I, and Martel and I, that's one of the things people, I think that's why we work so well together is we come from similar, but very different backgrounds. We're both born in Ohio, both raised in church, but right now we believe very different things mm-hmm. and people don't get, it, it's like when GW is on here, uh, him and I, we were butt heads on everything. We got, I told him I didn't follow him on Facebook. He's the first guy I ever followed and he's one of my closest friends. And I said, I can't <laughs> do it because he is my uncle. I said, you're just pissing me off. He's like, you're pissing me off. We did that, and then we went golfing two days later. And people are like, wow, well, you're, yeah. you were mad at him. You were, I said, but, dude, that part of that is me in that discussion. And I don't want to yeah. end a, a friendship because of anger, especially over silly stuff or things that are trivial. Um, but even serious issues like Martel and I, we don't agree on a lot. Mm-hmm. And Martel, I would we agree Martel. on about 80% of most Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are things we don't. And we go back and forth a lot. But I think it's that respect that we have for yeah. each other, just like you guys. That's what you say. That's the key. That there's a line, yeah. and, and once you cross that line of disrespect, or you, um, yeah, once you cross that, 
there's it's often not times a way to come back across that, yeah, that bridge. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, yeah. And I think I think that's our biggest issue is is the just like we talked about the respect and the being willing to be taught. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean um, that goes yeah. that, that ties back into the fitness, right? I mean, how many guys were you guys as instructors trying to teach somebody and they're like, "Well, <laughs> in high school we did it this way." Or, yeah, well, or, your high school gym coach that you know uh, was was an idiot that had no experience and no training did it wrong, and you're going to hurt yourself. Like I know in Krav, I had somebody come in that said, "Well, you know, I'm a, a I forget it's one version of karate black belt, and we used to throw kicks this way." I was like, "Fine, do that." Next thing she knows, she's on the ground getting her butt kicked. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going, I understand how you've been taught, but in this scenario, that might not be the best. And, and she quickly went, just like like Chris, that was a Taekwondo black belt. Oh crap. <laughs> like I've never been hit this yep. way. I've never been pushed mm-hmm. this way. It's so hard for people to be that uncomfortable, I think. I think if you haven't gone through Krav or CrossFit, some kind of training it that makes you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. Pushing you beyond what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to have conversations like this. I really do. I think there's some kind of tie in. I mean, you never grow, you know, until you're outside your comfort zone. Yeah, so, I mean, even even like Mo was talking about, you know, like having people tell him things that he was doing wrong or whatever, like those and the ones that I mentioned earlier, like those are probably been some of the best conversations that I've had, even for me personal, yep. personally. I mean, I, you know, there was a couple of times that I ran even as a business owner and, and a leader, like where, you know, one of my guys or girls, you know, kind of walked in and we're like, Hey, you know, can we talk? And, and, and I, and I love that because I wasn't really used to that. You know, you're just, just like kind of how things are now. Like you're just used to people just yelling at you and, oh, you're wrong. Or, you know, if you do actually explain some things to them, they're just, oh, you're full of shit. You're lying. Like, you know, it, it's that kind of stuff makes it hard for people to want to ever talk or to want, you know, I'm, I'm usually a guy that keeps most of my stuff wrapped up pretty tight and I don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's affected even my, relationship with Andrea at times because I'm just not used to that. I'm used to when I do actually voice my opinion, people just tell me I'm full of shit, you know, and not everybody it's, you know, it's been more of a family thing, but like, those are, those are things that after that happens so many times, it just kind of becomes programmed becomes and part it's of your hard normal. for you yeah. to, yeah, it's, it is, it's part of your normal and it's hard for you to talk. And so I, you know, there's things like that that I have to try to work through and, and I'm always, I'm trying to do that. Um, but it's, if people just allowed things like that to happen more as far as letting, you know, letting themselves be open to somebody saying, listen, like, you know, you really, you kind of hurt my feelings with this and that. And then just understanding somebody else's point of view or something like, and being able to talk about it like constructively Mm, instead of just bitching at each other or making somebody afraid to speak. Like it's, you know, I mean, it's all the same. It just comes back to everything we keep coming up with is just that it's just talking and communication and, things like that. And that's why, like, I just, my, my only, like I, I'm a hundred percent, you know, on, on board with all the stuff we were talking about, the answer mind of things and all those things that stuff that like, I just was, no, you know, stuff was normal to me. It, it reminded me of childhood stuff where it could be a totally other side of the point for mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. My only fears with some of those things are that because people don't talk about it, they're just outraged. They riot, they protest, they do all these other things. Um, instead of having these good conversations, even all the way to the political level or whatever it is, since nobody's really talking, my only fears with some of those things are, although those definitely need to be changed is that there's also things that are likely very insignificant that people are just like looking to get rid of, you know, even if it is something that's actually stupid, that doesn't really offend anybody. It's just like they, they want it there. It's 
I, I get scared that there's certain things that if, if it keeps happening a particular way, like it's just going to take more and more freedoms away or more certain things. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's obviously a really, it's kind of a, you know, a lot of this stuff is a very rocky situation mm-hmm. because some people can look at it as like, all right, well, cool. If we get rid of this, then now that's a slippery slope. When we do this and that, Secondary impacts of your action. Well, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but we and I I agree. We need to draw a line, but I'm not drawing the line at pancake mix. My thing is, I'm with you. I'm not. I am not willing to give my freedoms. And if losing Angemima on a cardboard box in a store leads to trying to lose any of my my First Amendment, Second Amendment, any of my rights, I have an issue. But until that point, who gives a crap about the box? Yeah, but be be respectful of the people that it does offend. But like it's. At the same time, just be careful because, like, you know, I'm not a conspiracy guy or anything like that, but I do get afraid that now because everything is so hot button. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, that people, people, and, and there, there is bullshit in the news. Like, I, I can't even stand watching news. There's nothing positive about it. So, I, like, I just don't. And, I you know, I, I admittedly, yeah, I, I admittedly don't pay attention to a lot of certain things just because it's just so miserable all the time. But, like, I just always get concerned that now that people have so much access to putting things out as well as absorbing certain information that like it could negatively affect everyone mm-hmm. because then the government can just say this, they can do this, whatever. And then, you know, I mean, it's that whole they're, ba- they're already kind of doing that shit now. The baby in the yeah, bathwater yeah, thing. Just, yeah. They're yep. doing things now with, I mean, how much, you know, just overnight they can be like, Hey, you guys ain't a lot out of your house after eight o'clock, you know, like, just just re- they can do these things already so like i just get worried that with nobody actually talking about things and coming together versus everybody just fighting each other it makes you more and more and more vulnerable i do you know because that. yeah you know so th- those are th- trying just, to divide I, us. Know, yeah my, my yeah. wish is just that people would just be a little more cool-headed about it and like all right cool like this definitely needs to be fixed but can we like fix it together do we have to be on opposite sides or do we have to yell at each other like mm-hmm. right can we just figure it out you know what i mean so that way well, instead of you don't have some dude like waiting in the shadows there for once you guys are totally divided and beaten down and you're just going to, you know, bam. All right. Well, now we're going to take all you guys out. Now, mm-hmm. So thanks for doing all the heavy work, you know, yeah, so, now if, that we softened you up. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, and yeah. that's a symbol's change in our culture and even our language. Right. So instead of saying that doesn't offend me, say, why does it offend you? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. uh, and then you, 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 that opens a conversation. Yeah. And one of the things I taught years ago in my youth class, when, when bad crap happens, Everybody wants to, you know, especially, you know, growing up traditionally Christian, everybody wants to praise God for the good stuff in their life. But then when bad stuff happens, they're like, well, you know, it's all part of God's plan. Well, not like calm down that, you know, when, when mm-hmm. I, I've lost two daughters, yeah. it's hard for me to say, Lord, thank you for this beautiful house. We got at a great price for rent. But why did my two daughters die? You know, so yeah. I, I started t- teaching people and it's something that hit me hard. It was in those bad times. And I'm applying this to this. I'll, I'll tie it in. Instead of getting mad at God and saying, God, what? Say, God, why? Like, what am I? Why? Yeah. Or not why. Not Instead of saying, God, why is this happening? We say, what? What am I supposed to learn through this? If we looked at each yeah. situation like this, say, well, why are you offended? Or why, you know, what am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. Why are you offended? Right. What? It's not, I'm not offended, so screw you. It's why are you offended? Help me understand. And that's all I've been trying to do. But I think right now in this climate, being edu- being intelligent enough to when you ask that question, to pose it in a manner which is from a place of learning. Versus I usually being, just use the word explain. Yeah, like on uh, Facebook, if somebody says, yeah. no, that's dumb, they shouldn't take it out of statues, I'll say, can you explain? Yeah. Because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Because if you say, well, well, why do you feel that way? You yeah. Know, you come across very snarky. So exactly. You're right, it is. 
It yeah. is very uh, and, and, and to that point, like I've said things even even with all the CrossFit stuff that was going on and being in some of these groups that used to be fun, you know, and now it's like been a complete shitstorm. But like <laughs> the thing I think with uh with a lot of this is like if you're going to be posting things and you're going to be sharing, you know, these articles like that one from Medium about the Zoom call and all that other kind of shit. Like mm-hmm. if you're going but like post them and like elaborate in the caption at the top and kind of, if you're going to do this and you're going to try to be a leader instead of just a shit poster or somebody who's just kind of spreading things around, like offer some kind of guidance. It's not to, it's not to say that you, you want to make somebody biased toward your opinion of it, but just say, look, this is my feelings on this, blah, blah, blah. And, 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 and try to invite open dialogue. And that was like the only thing, like, you know, one of the guys that I, that I know is, is one of the leaders of, you know, one of the moderators or whatever the hell you admins on that forum or something. And like him and I got into it a little bit on, on, on a message. And I just was like, dude, listen, I'm not saying you have to see my side of it all the way through, or you got to think the way I, but like you're, you're one of the fucking leaders in here. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to be a leader. I said, I feel like you're just going, oh, Hey, cool. Check this video out, you know, or check this article out. And you just leave all these people who are so already fucking boiled over to just kind of unpack it all and then just start throwing all these, these fucking comments out. And, and it just, it, if I feel like it stokes the fire instead of actually coming to some kind of, you know, some kind of progress. So I'm just like, yeah, I like, I'm, I'm not saying that you're a piece of shit. I'm saying that I want you, I just want you to lead better. I'm not hundred percent sure how to explain this, but mm-hmm. like, I just, cause he, you know, he finally, after, after things pulled down, he's like, well, just let me ask you an honest question. Like, what do you think I should be doing or what direction should be going? Mm-hmm. And so I'm not necessarily trying to push you in a particular direction, but I just, I know you're a good dude. I understand why you're upset. Just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I said, cause we're all, you know, we're all hurting for, you know, like kind of common cause here. I said, but I just want you to try to be just, I don't, I said, just want you to be more of a leader about it. Like, yeah. that's all like, just kind of bring people together instead of being like, Oh, look, here's another thing that came out. And it creates more division, more division. Yeah. Like it's just talk more, man. Like, you know, not, not be so biased, but like just talk and make people feel comfortable saying things and not allowing somebody to get on and tell me in which they literally did. Oh, you're, you're just a fucking racist and you need to look up white privilege and gaslighting. And I'm like, number one, dude, like I'm not racist. I didn't say I'm not racist just to try to, you know, avoid the fact that I am. And I said, I understand white privilege. Mm-hmm. I said, and I, I'm not saying that that's cool at all. It's not. I understand that, like, we have that. But, like, and, and then, and I said, don't, two people sent me, like, fucking Wikipedia links on gaslighting. I'm like, number one, fuck you. Because, like, I am literally personally have been gaslighted for a lot of my life, asshole. Like, I'm not standing up for glass and I'm not standing up for these things. Like, I just want to have a conversation. Like, that's it. There's, there's a black man above me that literally is, like, kind of reiterated what I was trying to like the other way to look at the thing, the Glassman comment about not mourning mm-hmm. George Floyd. Like he said, it's probably because of this. Generally you mourn somebody, you know, personally, blah, blah, blah. And like, just was explaining another way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that I was asking for. And I just kept saying, guys, I'm not being racist. I'm not happy that George Floyd, died. like, no. I didn't know anything about him. I didn't even know most of the story. I didn't even know that he was even that bad of a guy until I really did research. But like, I don't know in that moment what I would have done. And it's really fucking scary to know that, like, you know, if you're him, there's nobody for you to call. You know what I mean? Like, the cops are already there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so if I would have personally witnessed I knew that I'm protective and maybe it would have landed me in jail. Maybe something worse would have happened. Mm-hmm. But I would like to think that I would have somehow got involved. 
So I'm not happy that this guy had this happen to him, but I'm just saying like, don't destroy somebody else just because they made a comment that you didn't really take two seconds to just sit and analyze and, and just talk about it. I, they, were, they were really not great for the climate of what was going on. Like take the temperature in the room, bro. But mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's just, it's, everything's just too, too spitfire all the time. You know what I mean? And it's just so like, I yeah. said, like going back, I just was like, listen, man, I just, it, it's also your job to lead everybody, not just share things. Like you got to just be like, Hey guys, like, and, and he, and he did end up doing all this and it's been fine. But like, I, I just, I just want people to do a better job. Like take the leadership thing seriously and understand that yeah. it's like you being just, you being the admin of a group, like it gives you the power that these people can and will follow you. Yeah. And that, and that's you know? the, and that's part of the challenge that we have in the CrossFit space is that there's no developmental curriculum. A lot of times people are mm-hmm. placed in positions because, you know, luck and timing or mm-hmm. just opportunity. And when you're, placed in that in in that spotlight and you don't understand the power that you have yeah i say that with air quotes to it's it's a piss poor word even on my end but like that it's right but but when you have that quote power to influence people and not understanding like like uncle ben said you know with great power comes great responsibility and if you're not uncle ben anymore either (laughs) if you're sorry it's a (laughs) spider-man reference Uh, when you're uh when you're put in that position and you don't understand the influence that you have and then not taking the time to when someone gives feedback like you did, Jason, like, hey, dude, you are a leader, whether you realize it or not, you know, take into consideration how you might be steering people in one way or another. But then, you know, that that's a that's a gift right there that you reached out and said, hey, bro, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but this is what's what we see. And this is why people are reacting a certain way. And you and like you said, do something about it. And uh, it sounds like that intelligent. It was an intelligent conversation because he came back to you and like, yeah. OK, well, help me. You know, and, and that's yeah. and and that's where that growth mindset comes in and we get out of this situation because we listen to each other and we hear each other yeah. and we talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it was it was really it it ended up being good, you know, what I mean and a lot of it I, I kinda of backed away from some of that group anyhow, but like he he had originally reached out, he actually reached out to me because like the, the guy was the one dude was making comments and they were kind of fiery. And then he was kind of already on the edge. Cause obviously he's managing that whole forum. And he, he made like a comment about like the day before he made a comment about, you know, like somebody else made a comment of Greg dying on a weird Hill. And then he said, he said the same thing to me. And then he was saying something about like uh, standards or whatever. And, and it was like, it was like, and I, I'm really not insulted, but I was like, dude, it has nothing to do with me not having standards or something like he just, so he kind of, he fired at me on a a private message, which I was glad that it didn't continue in public, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, it just, and then we just kind of, I was like, all right, just, let's just like figure this out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, I don't want to be fighting with somebody. You're not the person that caused this thing. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I just know, I know you're a good dude and I just, I just want you to be a better leader. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, there's some things I stand behind him on, you know, but it's just, you know, it, they're just the people that are going to voice things. I just wish they would be better leaders overall instead of just some of these assholes that are just crazy and they're just looking to burn everything. They just want to watch the world burn. And those are the people that are the most vocal. And it's because I feel like a lot of the people with cooler heads are worried about the repercussions of actually speaking their mind because they know that it's not, it's not like us where we can just kind of sit and chill and, and talk about stuff. And at the end of it, if I, if I'm the one who's wrong and now I agree with you guys, like that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people just, they aren't that way. They're like, well, no, I'm fucking right. Like what the hell are you talking about? You know, 
it's like that's you, you can't be that way. And, and well, uh, you, you can, and you can be a leader that way. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's yeah. not it's not productive and constructive. Right. Yeah. Right. All yeah, right. I think we're going to. Shitstorm. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely yeah. a shitstorm. Yeah. We'll definitely have so, to do a follow up. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. follow up to a three hour podcast. <laughs> this is going to be super long. Yeah, I was no, thinking I mean, that's, two tops. I, this, you're, you're a Joe, Joe Rogan status now. Yeah, I mean that, that's fine. Yeah. We're, we're at Lord of the Maybe Rings we'll level the, right now. Yeah. It's, a, it's a freeform <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. So, like yeah. I said, we don't plan anything, and we will just see how long it goes. Yeah. So what we're saying is, everybody go out and get a taco and a margarita. Yeah. Maybe yeah. for dinner, get some yeah. fried chicken. Maybe go get some curry today, some rice. Mm. You know, oh, curry, curry sounds rice so sounds good. really good. Dude. Any other it? any other racially uh, charged meals? Go try them today. <laughs> Show yeah. you're not a racist. Through around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really, yeah, anytime, I really, man, this is, really I mean, appreciate the. I like your guys' perspective because again, that's two more folks that I have not heard from their thoughts, and I actually learned today. So yeah, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah. I'd love to have Appreciate them both you guys on. Um, yeah. We will definitely have to do this again, Jason. Oh, sure. Whenever you get yeah, your stuff sure. going, let me know. Yeah, you know, okay. Whatever I can do to yeah. help you out yeah. to get yeah. it. What do they started. got going on? Maybe we should give them a, a quick moment to say, like, Jason, what do you got going on? Anything? Nothing yet. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> don't is, don't what, look up Jason. Yeah, that, yeah, just, yeah he's a bum. It's yeah. I mean, it, yeah. No, I I don't have enough going on yet. I was trying to get some other projects out of my hair so I could actually sit and like I don't I don't really like to do shit half ass. So I wanted to make sure everything was right. I, I told Mo like a week ago I was going to call him. Haven't done it yet. So it's it's, it's uh yeah. You know, I told it, Mo three it was, months it was great ago. For I... me to be able to even just get on here. You know what I mean? So like yeah, that was yeah. a good step in the right direction. But yeah, yeah we're sure. I I do want to do something. I just I don't know. I don't necessarily have any specifics to it yet. I just kind of hey, wanted to. Either these two jokers. Yeah, look we at them. Just started. And... <laughs> no, it's and that's great. I mean, that's that's you know, I to me it was it, I I was looking for an opportunity to be able to kind of chat about stuff and just have conversations because most of the time I just. Don't. It's always by yeah. myself, you know, or it's just me and Andrea. Like we don't, you know, we don't have a whole lot of, you know, we kind of live away from where we, we normally were. And, um, you know, I'm not out in front of, you know, 150, 200 people now, like, you know, like I usually was day to day. And so I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a ton of ways that I can learn a lot of things from other people and get a little bit more educated on stuff. And, and maybe there's things that I feel that might make sense to people. You know, I just, I'm just, kind of you know I, I have some old school views not that aren't you know it's not like they're, they're bad old school it's just racist I, 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 yeah 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 it's 100 percent racist no, yeah i just in, i want to really want to get them out there yeah. <laughs> whenever you hear the term yeah. stuck in a stuck in their ways yeah that's yeah. it's usually uh, not good yeah all that yeah, yeah. so i just want to i to me i just think it would be kind of cool to be able to sort of talk level-headed and just and and sort of learn versus like everybody just kind of always bitching at each other you mm. know so yeah whether yeah. it does anything or not i don't know but you know it's, it's it doesn't matter say i tried it i've been talking about it for years yeah. and i just never did it and yeah. i just kind of felt like eh, nobody wants to fucking hear it out to say so no one wants to hear but what, what the we hell? have to say but That's we're just, putting it out no, there anyway yeah. nobody wants to hear what we have to say yeah. unless it's something really dumb or yeah. one of us is in yeah. pain right mm. So it seems well, like anytime you know, one of us gets hurt, those are strong data points or, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I finally saw yeah. the comment about when you use the uh, massager jackhammer thing on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. It's down there to your left. Yeah. Chuck it out that window. Oh, yeah. Somebody replied awesome. like, you should do that every episode. I'm like, no. Oh yeah. Um, you, what, uh, who's supposed to get tased in the taint? 
Me. Martell is. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. And you want and you're you're the one who wants to do it. Mel. I'm gonna start the GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, I thought I gotta do it. <laughs> Mo said he was gonna pay a lot of money to do it himself. Okay, well if Mo pays a lot of money, Ooh. I can watch, but do I still get my cut? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, think I, that was I, part I, of it. I think Randy got his percentage of it. That's yeah, why I got forty that, that's how the fuck got started. Well, yeah. Forty. Right. That's what you said. Yep. It's recorded. Yeah. I listened back. <laughs> uh, Sixty forty. They have to renegotiate this contract. I'll, I'll, I'll fund it. Mo, there we go. We've got two supporters. Mo, what do you got going on? Yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you got going uh, nothing, on? Nothing. Just uh, work passionate from home. DJ. Yeah, yeah. Passionate DJ podcast. You know, it's a, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of mixing and playing music, and uh, just doing my work with the USA Functional Fitness. Um, considering starting a podcast with them, just because there's a lot of athletes and a lot of amazing stories that I wish people knew more about. I mean, well, if you just, need help starting one, just let us know. For sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, for those that may not yeah. know, Mo is pretty much what got us going yeah, here. Mo's the <laughs> reason we started our show. He has helped us. He is, he is also a wealth of knowledge when it comes to podcasting and equipment and all that. Oh, but, yeah. Yes, very, very grateful to finally have you actually on an episode. Yes, yeah. as the only, only paying shareholder of the yeah, Bitcoin the, podcast. Literally the only paying shareholder. Yeah. Like, I've asked... I'm like, just a dollar. Send yeah. us a dollar. Send us a buck. I can't even get anybody to send a dollar. We need to start passing around an offering plate. I'll say we'll have to mail it from house to house. There we go. Jason yeah. <laughs> said, I'm in for a Pass the hat. Pass the hat. Yeah. Pass the hat. There you go. But yeah, so, really appreciate having you guys on. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, you sharing your perspectives on uh, all things CrossFit and Krav turmoil and, in our, yeah, Krav, yeah. Krav stories. Yeah. Everything yep. else going on in the world. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. So, cool. Cool. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys later. Yeah. Peace. Definitely. Peace out, guys. See ya. <laughs> See ya.